three, two, one. Apple. Apple. Oh, God. Wow. Oh, my God. That's cold. Welcome back to You Bet Your Radio podcast, the coldest podcast in all the Midwest. I'm Miles, You Bet Your Guy, here with Ryan, the t shirt guy. We're enjoying ourselves a little bit of bush light apple. Just They just dropped this brand new brew. We're going to talk about that today, as well as some top three worst things about golf. So uh, let's just get into the show. I would venture to say it's almost the nectar of the gods. Back, baby, back. I want my bush. Oh my god, that's cold. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah. Yep, hello. Welcome back to episode 75 of the You Betcha Radio podcast. I am Ryan, the t-shirt guy. And today, as you can tell, we have some different colored brews in front of us today, Miles. We're uh, we're getting our fruits in for the day. The Bushlight Apple, uh, the video has has released. The uh, We have had the opportunity to get our hands on... Uh, on the review on, is in. The review is in. We've gotten our hands on some cans. Um... So you you called the uh, you called the 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 corn cans you called them uh, corn in the can. Is there any special name for the bush nectar apple? of the cobs as well? Nectar of the cobs. Yep. I don't know yet. I'm still working on it. We'll figure that out. Um, but before we get into the show, guys, remember all the merchandise is still open. The boys are buzzing all the time. Boys are buzzing gear is also on the website. Brand new design. Um, you also get a free beer fridge magnet uh, with the purchase of each boys are buzzing item. Um, and today we're going to talk a little bit about Bush Apple. We're going to talk about the three worst things about golf. As much as we all love golf, there are all, always three things that we can t- take out of it as the worst. And uh, lastly, Miles and I got roasted last week on the Nectar Cup Series stream. And I feel like you guys, if you haven't tuned into that yet, deserve to know why we got roasted. So, Miles, we're getting our fruits in this morning. Are you, uh, are you an apple guy? Um, so what you mean like traditionally? Yeah. Yeah. Like eating an apple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like eating apples once in a while okay. with a little bit of peanut butter. Yep. Um, but I will have to say traditionally I am not an apple drink guy. Okay. Um, I think that the reds, apple ales, the angry orchards, they're all just too sweet, too sugary, too much for me. This, um, I think, so we put out a review on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, the whole thing. And uh, and I, I think that it summed up how I felt pretty well. I was very nervous because I think as most of us would say, we uh, like we didn't know how it was actually going to go. Yeah. It was almost like a collective... Man, I just really hope this isn't terrible. <laughs> I mean, that was like the bar that got set yeah. collectively on the internet of just like, man, I hope this doesn't taste bad. The, the, I think the fun thing for viewers, and I guess maybe they don't know this for, for truth, but it was your genuine, honest first time ever having yep, it. it. I had never had it before. I think that my my honest reaction came through. Yeah, I, I mean, think you could tell. Yeah, there are obviously going to be some haters in the comments saying it wasn't genuine, but for the most most part, people understood. But yeah, that was the first time I've ever seen you in one of those beer style videos actually have something for the first time. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
I think that, yeah, it was an honest review. Um, it was also fun to play up, you know, the whole tech unboxing yeah. thing was yeah. kind of stupid. But um, but all in all, if you haven't seen the video, the review is in. I did like the Bushlight Apple as we are drinking it here today. Um, as I drink it more and more, the more I start to realize it is it's flavor is a little bit more like a green apple more than a red apple, which mm. I think is interesting. Do you know what I mean by that? I get it now. I, I never take, really ta- thought. Take a taste. Okay. Green apple. 100%. Tastes like one of those yeah. uh, green apple suckers. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, with the caramel on them. We should, what we should do on the next podcast is we should get a bag of caramels. Write this down, Tyler. I'm and we'll right. have a few caramels as we have our bush light apple. And we'll do a little beer pairing and see how it goes. Yeah. One thing that... Uh, I feel like could have been a slight miss is if you've seen the TikTok trend with those little uh, bottles of apple juice, where if you like bite the side of them, it sounds like you're biting into an apple. How cool would that have been? Well, we can still do that on TikTok. How cool would that have been if they would have done it with the, the actual bush apple cans? They would have had to have been plastic, right? Yeah, true. True. I don't want my beer out of plastic. Uh, wishful thinking, Tyler. Wishful well, thinking on my part. Through the magic of video editing, Ryan, in the next segment, if you pretend to take a bite, I'll just dump yeah, one in That's what there. I was thinking. Just <laughs> yeah. pretend. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, there you have it. Fun fun to do. No one could see what you did. <laughs> um, it was fun to do a review again. Um, that one is probably one of the closest sheer honest reviews of never tasting it before i don't know if i've ever done that that's why i was so nervous but big old sigh of relief bushlight apple is good um you can have more than one or two you can definitely put down more than that but as always it, it's still not going to replace the old classic bush latte nectar of the gods and i think we all know that yeah but it's a nice supplement a little nice little switch up once in a while um, keep you on your toes and make sure you just really appreciate um, what you got in front of you. So um, I, so the corporate, you know, Bush brand team, they put together a pretend like basically parody Apple presentation like- that was like basically making fun of like the Steve Jobs, Tim Cook. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was stage presentation. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. It was like the exact same thing as the new iPhone launch that they always do. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And this, the way that, uh, uh, Jerry, the Bush air quotes, Bush guy, uh, <laughs> the way that he presented, I thought was pretty funny with the old suit coat plaid turtleneck. Um, he was wearing New Balance, by the way. Really? really? Yeah. I, t- I had to zoom in a little bit. They were just, I don't know where they got the all white. And maybe they just made them all white. But he had the New Balance shoes on and everything. So um, kudos to the, the Bush brand team for uh, coming <laughs> up with a great concept. Pretty funny. Um, and kudos to Jerry for crushing it. I think. Um, what do you, do, you, do you see it? Uh, I haven't seen the full video yet. No. Um, I didn't know that he was wearing New Balances. I thought you said kudos to the, the the brand team for a great concept. I thought that concept was wearing New Balances during the video. I thought that's where you're going with that. No, that's the, the, the Apple making fun of Apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, you know, pulling a pulling a page <laughs> out of the uh, out of the old dad character. And book what I, the- <laughs> yeah, what I love about 
Bush, the Bush just brand in general is when everyone bobs, they weave. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is everyone's putting out a seltzer, seltzer, seltzer. Bush looks at their brand and says, seltzer's not our brand. We're going to put out a Bush Light Apple instead. And uh, I think it was a great refreshing change up to what every brand's doing the seltzer thing. Well, yeah. And if you think within like the last year, I can't really think of a time when there wasn't a limited edition can available. Uh, you know, six months to a year back, uh, you had the bush, you had the, the bush latte cans, you had the hunting cans, you had the uh, corn cans, you had the sunlight activated cans. Now you got the bush apple cans. Yeah, I think that probably in the winter time there, there was a stretch. Sure. Yep. And that was about it. Um, yeah, we'll have to see if they bring back the bush latte cans again. Yep. Um, and see if they look any different, that whole thing. So I'm excited about that. Um, if you haven't, Tyler, you should pull up our post mm -hmm. and uh, on Instagram, on your phone, and uh, read off the states that it is going to be available in for the listeners. So Bushlight Apple um, was released on Monday the 13th. Today's the 15th. Um, whether or not it comes to your area will depend on what Tyler says and your distributors. Um, I know that different distributors are releasing them on different days. Some already have them out. Some are coming in the next week. So just look at your local distributors like Facebook page. I'm sure that they'll let everyone know when it's in circulation. Tyler, do you pull it up? Yes, it is North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, Minnesota, Iowa, Missouri, Wisconsin, Illinois, Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky, West Virginia, Virginia, Pennsylvania, New York, Oklahoma, Arizona, Texas, Utah, and Florida. Wow. There you go. That's a, usually, usually <laughs> they don't roll it out to that many states. Yeah. Um, especially on a first time basis. And so I'm really glad that they uh, um, went a little bit broader of a spectrum here. And thank God Wisconsin got it. <laughs> because Wisconsin got the shaft Oof. like two times in a row. Yep. So Wisconsin, you guys complained enough that it seems that you are now going to get all the cans, all of the different variations. So good job. Um, but, you know, I am so glad that I love Bush beer because they keep it fresh. They keep us being able to talk about something. <laughs> We've been doing this for two years and we're still got news and fresh content coming out about our beer. And so uh, I'm so happy about that. We're excited. Um, almost, uh, I'm really excited and almost excited as much about the next segment. The top three worst things about golf. I think that we almost should do a top five, it feels yeah. like, because there's so many <laughs> yep. things that we all hate about golf. But every time there's just something that keeps bringing us back, bringing us back, bringing us back. Um, so we're going to take our uh, first break here and then we're going to get into the three worst things about golf. All right, guys, we are now going to talk about the top three worst things about playing golf. We all love playing golf. We all love hate playing golf. Um, it's kind of a love hate relationship. That's what golf's known for. One hole, you love it. Next hole, you hate it. One shot, you love it. Next shot, you hate it. It can switch that fast. We uh, we now have started kind of our own little brand of breakfast ball. Yep. Um, which is kind of 
a uh, a stem of that, right? You you know, you're on the first tee. You hate it because you just duffed the ball right in right didn't even get off the tee box. And uh then you but but you get the breakfast ball, you get the second chance to pipe one down the the middle and uh I think that's what golf's all about is just that love hate back and forth. Just when you think that you got the game down, you don't. And uh, so I think that that's a good lead in to the top three worst things about golf. Ryan, I want you to start off. Uh, it's me interesting because I I could have wrote down 100 things. I'm sure I'm going to think of more as we do this. I have a few honorable mentions, but I got my top three. Ryan, what is your number three? Worst thing about golf. All right, Miles, this is more uh, on a personal level for me. Uh, my third least favorite thing about golf is the classic three putt. I thought about that one. I figured it was going to be pretty common. I agree. It is for me. I can I, I can lay up in two or three shots. I have have a good hole ahead of me and then double double bogey. You're rolling with a three putt. And it's like at that point. If you can, if you're on a you know 450 yard par four, and you can hit the green in two shots, three shots, whatever that may be, and then within 15 feet of the hole, you need three yep. shots just to make in the cup. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you, you you're, you're on it. You're, you're, let's say you're on the green in two shots, over double the amount of shots just to get it in the hole, and you've over doubled your score. That's yeah. the most right. demoralizing part of golf to me. Demoralizing, yeah. frustrating, uh, makes you never want to putt again. Uh, and it's like when you go to the driving range, you know, you go buy your bucket of balls, and then you got it's a little bit extra work to grab your own balls out of your bag, hit the uh, hit the putting greens, practice it up a little bit. And every green's different, right? So you you know you could be at a driving range with not much slope here or there. I also think though, Ryan, that some people get it and some people don't on the green. Some people can just <laughs> look at a green, view the the angle it's going to be, feel the the slope that it's going to be. Yep. Depth perception's all good, and I think there's some people who just don't have that gene. I do not. I do not have I, it. Obviously, else. practicing <laughs> helps mm-hmm. a lot, but at the end of the day, I think that there is some people who get it and some people don't on the green. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm the latter. You are out, Miles. What's your third least favorite thing about golf? My third least favorite thing. I just wrote it down. I already forgot which was number three. Oh, so this one. I I like this one. So I golf is all about etiquette, right? The number my number three worst things I hate is the guy who's too much about etiquette and the mm. guy who has zero etiquette yeah. whatsoever. Both extremes. Yep. I love to sit right in the middle on the etiquette thing. I don't walk in people's lines. I make sure I got a collared shirt on um, all that type of etiquette stuff. But it's when it comes to the guy who's insane about it. So what rules are too far for you? Um, it's mostly just like, you know, once in a while, like courses, especially when they're not a professional course, they'll have like really crappy dry spots or like a dirt patch mm. that on an, if a course was kept up, it just wouldn't be there. Yeah. And you hit it there once in a while. And sometimes your buddy's just like, ah, oh, just scoot it to the side and actually hit it out of the grass because that sucks. That shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. So the guy, it's your classic play it as it lies type of guy. Yep. Even though you're just having a friendly game of golf, I think you, like, 
I think you should be able to, if it's, I mean, if you hit it under a tree, I think you should play it as it lies. But if it's just out in the rough and there's like this dirt patch there, mm-hmm. yep. I feel like you should be able to move that into the grass because that's not supposed to be there. Well, that's that's why uh, that's why they created the foot wedge, uh, mm-hmm. as we like to call it. You, you just hit a quick foot wedge out of there yep. and um, and then hit it where it lies. All but right. but the guy is a complete stickler about that. Um, well, you know, if you don't hit it there, then so you're gonna you gotta add one you gotta add one stroke. You yep. gotta add one stroke if you bring it out. And then shut the. And, and I think the edi- the no etiquette guy is a nightmare, too. I mean, shows up in flip flops, um, doesn't wear a collared shirt. Um, basically, uh, oh, talks uh, to your whole backswing, just talks up the whole time. Um, doesn't count as strokes. Right. Uh, the best is uh, when they just drive up right next to the green or if they're carrying their bag, they just set their bag on the green. Yep. There's just. Little things like that um, about golf that the, it's just we don't need to be psychos about the etiquette and we need some etiquette. So now, now let's wh- meet in the middle. It's all uh, let's all have a little bit of etiquette. Now, are you a little bit more patient for uh, maybe that person who it could be their first, second, third time out golfing and they just don't understand golf? 100%. Etiquette? But okay. you got to definitely tell them right away yeah. about the etiquette. Otherwise, you can't tell them the fourth time you go out golfing with them, hey, stop walking in my line. Yeah. Yeah. I did that to Ryan last time. Yeah. So as long as right away it's like, hey, just so you know, in golf, you don't walk in people's lines because that's just an etiquette thing. Yeah. Bada boom, bada bang. Well, and that's why I always three putt because there's people walking in my lines. <laughs> oh. You know, they're, they're just not following the rules. Well, so moral of the story, just have medium etiquette. Don't medium have medium etiquette. I like that. Yeah. Medium etiquette. Is, is fine by me. Tyler, what's your number three? The absolutely insane tan lines you get playing golf. Ooh, <laughs> you are the, victim. So I here's, this may be a hot take. I lately have been going without a glove. I, Bare hands, no golf glove. It's been hot out, gets too hot in the glove. Yep. I don't feel like it has improved my golf game. And so I've just been leaving it in the bag, and honestly, I don't miss it. But it hasn't made it worse either. No, correct? and I okay. haven't been getting blisters. Mm-hmm. Um, do you get blisters from gripping the club too tight? Sometimes. I think so. I just started using a glove, and I love it. Okay. My hand is white. That's what I was, so that's where tan. I was going with yeah. the golf. Yeah, yeah you got your hand's white, and your arm is, you know... Getting real tan. Yeah, and I got a nasty V on my chest from the collared shirts. Yes, I did see that yesterday, Tyler. Yeah. Well, that's where you got to balance it out. You go to the lake, you golf yep. in the morning, then when you get back to the lake, you pop the top off yep. and just burn your entire body instead of just your neck. Or if you're the no etiquette guy, you just golf with your shirt off so you don't get the tan line. <laughs> yep, no etiquette. Okay. Or, or a bro tank. Yeah. Before we move on from the etiquette <clears throat> thing, how do you guys feel about people who golf with no shoes on? I've never seen it. Um, my buddy does that. So Pat McAfee is actually notorious for that. You know who Pat McAfee is? Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah. He will go and do like celebrity golf tournaments and not wear any shoes. I actually don't hate it. it yeah, I, I don't care enough for it to bug me. I, I would much rather have a guy not wear anything than like wear flip flops. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like until you you know hit one in the pines, then uh, you're walking on needles and all that kind of stuff. And maybe he's got some I mean, that's shoes his in choice. his bag, yeah, yeah, or something. But I mean, I get it. I mean, it's all grass. Um, 
when if you think about it on the short grass when you're barefoot you got grip yep yeah so there's no real need for golf shoes the thing that doesn't make sense to me the no shoes is if you're hitting out of the rough you don't have grip because the grass is too long if you're hitting on the tee box you're gonna have a lot of grip if you're on the fairway a medium amount but if you're in the rough you got to be slipping around, especially if it's morning and the grass is yeah, a little that's, wet. The morning dew could be a problem, but um, yeah, Tyler, I'm so sorry about your tan lines. Yeah, I mean it's number three, so I don't I don't hate it, but I definitely don't love it. Yeah, I would agree. I have been trying to get like a slow fade from my, yeah. you know, farmer's tan mm-hmm. into my shoulder tan at the lake here, but really been working hard. Um, but Ryan, what's your number two? Miles, my number two is when you go to a course, uh, let's just say it's you and a buddy going out or, you know, you and two other buddies going out, group of two, group of three, and the course pairs you up with two, one or two other people that you have no idea who they are. Oh, that sucks. That actually (sighs) really sucks. Unless you get the one time when they're actually like, pretty cool to golf with right um and i had a very bad experience uh we me and a buddy got paired up with probably one of the uh the least amount of etiquette had no clue what they were doing talked and talked and talked about just nonsense the whole round and it was so scarring to the point where i it's tough for me to go back to that course that sucks. So, so my question is, is I understand that they want to keep the game moving. Yep. Does it truly make it that much faster to have all four on one hole at the same time? It's got to be right. Otherwise, why yeah. would they do yeah. that? Yeah. And I think that's only was it a nicer course, Ryan? I mean, it depends on how you look at it. Yeah, it's 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 a nice clubhouse and it's a nice, you know, nice fairways and stuff like that. But overall, from where we're from, this is not um, maybe high end course by any I'll, means. I'll rephrase it. Is it a busier course? Yes. OK. Yes. That makes sense. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things, Ryan. You just got to have more friends. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Sometimes I'd rather golf with strangers than you guys, though. Oh, <laughs> oh God. No. Yeah. Uh, the the etiquette thing with like what's funny is like we'll bust each other's balls all day, not mm-hmm. say a single nice thing to each other, and then we'll get on the course and I'll be like, Oh, nice shot, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yep. you stroked that one. Good job. Yep. yep. And it's like, why when we step on the golf course does like there's some it's busting each other's change. balls. Yeah. But it's like now, all of a sudden, we're just complimenting each other. You yeah. even defended Ryan on the course when we were playing. Ryan shanked one, and I was like, well, you might have needed to club up on that one. And Miles looks at me and does the fingers oh, yeah. over the neck. He's like, shut up. Well, Ryan was all was really mad, and I said, that was your classic uh, no etiquette guy, doesn't? This is actually great feeding in. <laughs> this is a perfect feed-in to my next number two. Are you guys yeah, ready? Yeah, let's hear it. So that is a perfect example. Ryan... Yeah, he lost. You lost the first two holes, right? Yep. Lost the first two holes going into number three. Pretty irritated. First thing he does, chunks it off of the tee. Par three. Duffed it. Visibly mad. And when that happens, (laughs) you go silent. You don't say a single effing thing to this guy. Yep. You let him soak. You let him figure it out in his own head. And Tyler has to say, (laughs) "Uh, I think you should have clubbed up there. It had nothing to do with clubbing up. Well, that had all to do with my my ball. Yeah, you hit it it wrong. and And that was his joke. But 
You I just don't do that to a fellow yeah. golfer. And that leads in. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Mine's a little more specific. And it mostly happens when I'm playing with my brother because your brother just gets under your skin more. Yeah. But me and him always try and compete. Does this thing where when I obviously have the worst hole of the round so far, you know, you hit it in the water to par four and you end up with like an eight. Mm-hmm. Right. And clearly you were mad. You're pissed off about it. You don't want to talk about it. Kind of like Ryan doesn't want to talk about the fact now he's chunked it. Yep. And my brother or whoever gets like a par, right? Par, even even just still bogey, beats it by three strokes. As you walk off the screen, uh, walking off the thing, he's all like happy, you know, he's looking at you and then he just goes, so what did you get? <laughs> <laughs> that makes my blood boil so much. Makes me so mad. Ask me in two holes yes, what I got I was just on gonna that. Say that. Wait a wait a hole. Wait or two. A, a hole or two to ask me what I got on the worst hole of the round. So, I don't want to do it right off the green. Is it just the way he says it, or what if he's genuinely trying to keep scoring? He's like, "Hey, Miles, what'd you get there?" Do you just Genu- not want to talk ge- about genuine's it? Genuine's better, but I know he's not because he knows <laughs> he knows he got three strokes back on me, and he just wants to just you know. Hey, oh, what did you, oh, I'm happy. I'd be, what'd you get? What'd you get? <laughs> oh, you got an eight. Oh, I got a say, I got a four. Yep. So, so it's just, ah, oh. that is very irritating miles. I will agree with that. So yeah, I feel your pain on that with Tyler, Ryan. Well, the only reason I said it is because you were debating out loud for about a minute and a half before you actually swung, which club you should use. No. Not at all. You were. That's a you, sandwich hole, 100% every single time I've golfed that yeah, course. But you were just sitting there thinking about it, and you were like talking about it out loud, and I was like, well, maybe you should have clumped up, Ryan, because you were talking about it beforehand. Someone else must have been talking, Tyler, because I, I know exactly know. what... It, it, it just, me. Hey, let's leave it on the course, fellas. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Tyler, what's your number two? Um, this is a, a super basic one, front-facing. Um, the Just the sand. But the reason I hate the sand is because it's an absolute mind melder because you can't down your club. And that just gets in my head. I need to have three or four practice strokes before I hit it out of something. And I can't do that in the sand. And it screws me up so much. What I think will help because you are a very fresh golfer. You haven't golfed much in your life. I think just reps in that will eliminate that. I yeah. think that over time, that just won't be a mental thing for you anymore. That's just what you do on that shot. But it's, it, to me, it's kind of like the whole baseball superstition. I, I take two or three swings before I hit the ball every single time. I, I square my feet up. I, I make sure I'm lined up right. And when you're in the sand, everything's out of whack. Your feet are shifting. You can't down your club. You have no idea how hard the sand is besides your feet. Like I played at a course this last weekend where it was basically dirt and not sand. Yeah. So like I had hit the ball at whatever the inch or two in front of it and it just stuck in the mud. So I don't know. I hate the sand so much because it's an it just screws with my head. Just start hitting every shot without downing your club and then you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Don't yeah. practice swing and don't <laughs> down your club. Yep. If you're spending that much time in the sand, just switch all your shots to that way. Yeah, right. Yeah. Sand um, first. Sand first. I think that in the sand, if you don't get out on that first shot, that is when the mental wheels come off yeah. for me. Because mm-hmm. then it's like now you're overthinking it. 
now all of a sudden you're like, oh, crap, this is about to be a slippery slope because everyone's got that PTSD with the sand about uh, taking four five shots to get out of the sand. And by the time you're done, you got to dump out your shoes. Yep. Yeah. We've all been there. And so once you don't get out on that first one, you, you, that just comes flushing, <laughs> rushing back. Yep. And it hits you right in the face. So I'm with you. Sand sucks. Um, but you know, I usually get out, so I'm not worried about that. <laughs> Tyler is a sand magnet. I will just say that. Oh God. Why did you end. buy those sand seeking <clears throat> balls? Yeah. Well, I, Magnets. I've been, can you return them? I'll, I'll see if I can. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, Ryan, number one, hit it. All right, miles hot take here. My least favorite thing about golf is walking. Oh, I'm, really? I'm with that, man. <laughs> yes, I am a cart guy through and through. It probably doesn't help. I have a very heavy bag, but at the yeah. same time. Oh, yeah. But at the same time. <laughs> I am so happy we can agree on this one, Ryan. We finally got one we can agree on. If you say, hey, let's just go walk a nice nine holes uh, tomorrow morning or whatever that may be. I'm like, okay, so uh, you want to split the cart then? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like I wish that golf etiquette didn't require you to not go by the greens. Cause I would roll up on my cart all the oh, way up yeah. to my ball. If I could, yeah. You know I, what I really want to try one day is one of them like motorcycle deals. Uh, oh, I know like what you're the, talking the about. It's kind of like a segue. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That you would ride be it like a, like a long board. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I'm a cart guy. I will walk every once in a while. If I can get my hands on are a, push you a cart. Are you a cart snob? I'm a little bit of a cart snob. I'll get into a cart. Works great. But it's a it's a gas one, um, or it doesn't have any extra features other than your standard cup holders, ball holders, and tee holders. Yeah, if it doesn't have any extra features, kind of a snob about it. A little bit disappointed. <laughs> I would agree because uh, I I'll, I'll go golfing in in uh, the Coachella Valley on vacation, which is littered with really nice golf courses. Yeah. And they have GPS and Bluetooth speakers mm -hmm. and it's all electric and those things are smooth and quiet and they even have phone chargers in there and all oh that stuff. Gosh. So once you go fancy with a golf cart, it's <laughs> tough to go back. So one, one question so that's I my, have. That's my one thing that I think I'm, no, I'm like a that. big snob about on in golf is like really tough to not get a nice golf cart. Yeah. So my question is in the, in the golf cart being the, a golf cart snob. They have the small cup holder and they have the big cup holder. Yep. When has any drink you ever bought fit into the big cup holder? Uh, my guess is like a Gatorade 32 ounce or would fit in there. I think it's like if you bring your own mug or something. Yeah. Like if you're playing a morning round and you got your your gas station mug of coffee, that's when the big all the mugs counts. are different sizes, though. Yeah, but no, nothing ever. Nothing. I think ever it, fits I in think there. it fits a 32 ounce Gatorade in there. <sighs> they need to start having disclaimers on their cart. Only fits 32 ounce Gatorade. <laughs> well, this just in, he's not just a golf cart snob. Ryan, the t-shirt guy is a cup holder snob. Yep. I am. Yep. Cause when you're hitting bumps, you're, you're going, you're going, I, I play out of the rough quite a bit. So you're, you're going in the rough, you're hitting bumps. And when your beer is, it's just, that would all actually over the be place. elite is having, is having a cup holder with a gimbal. Yeah, so like, basically, yeah, like a gyro thing in there. Basically, so it just it goes with all of the bumps yes. and stays in the same spot. Because once you keep, if you got a beer open sitting in the thing, and you go over a bunch of bumps, event it's gonna make the beer go more flat mm -hmm. faster because all the bubbles are just 
bumping all over the place and then it's gone. Well, especially if you get yourself a, a cocktail on the golf course, yep. you get yourself like a, a, a whiskey diet or something, open top. Whiskey D. You're screwed. Yep. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. So someone out there, if you make so, golf. Uh, well, someone, before you get in that, some would argue that you just need to do the old hand gimbal yeah, while yeah. you're driving. That's usually what I do. But someone needs to make like a slip insert for the big cup holder. To where you can just you throw it in your bag, collapses down maybe, and then you can fit your beer we perfectly in there. Should start. We, should we start a business? A, a business. <laughs> a we should business. start a business. We'll, we we need to start upping the golf cart experience. Yes, because that's it's, what it's, breakfast ball will be all about. It's a great experience if you have a nice cart. All right, we got to keep her moving here. <laughs> Miles, number one for number me one. was a lot like again feeding into what you said about Tyler talking <laughs> shit about your chunk chunking off the tee sucks it's the worst you could you debate yeah like you see like you were like ah, which you know where's the wind at do i need a club up club down feeling good about this someone else hit i think i got it all right it's my right stance feeling good <sighs> bring it back oh yeah this is going chunk duff <laughs> duff it barely gets off the tee box Oh, God. If you're lucky, it'll make it past all the tee boxes. It's just all this mental preparation, even when you feel good, and then you just chunk it, and now you're starting one stroke back, basically. Okay, so that was my question. You're, you're starting one stroke back, but does the option of a breakfast ball, regardless of the hole, always come through your mind after you chunk a tee shot? Um, Only on the first hole. Okay. Only on the first hole for me. I do golf with a group of people that are like, you just get one breakfast ball, off yeah. of the tee, no matter what hole it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Fair. We play so, like one mulligan per nine, and you can use it on any stroke. Yeah, so we're just off the tee. So, like, you could be on hole number 17th. You still got that one shot. If you duff it, you got that one breakfast ball. I like but that. But not everyone plays that way. Sometimes yeah. it's just off the first tee, which I actually kind of prefer just off the first tee. Um, I think that's cooler. I think it's better. I actually use the breakfast ball off the first tee. More often than I should not. Hundred percent. I don't understand why. Why, why is that a thing? I don't. I, I don't, don't get it. Well, because you take no swings. You, you don't hit the range. Yeah. You've taken no swings in the last six days, and then you get up and you're just expected to uh, pipe one down the fairway. Uh, you know, two hundred and fifty, two hundred and seventy yards. Yep. And it's like, uh, yeah, I just hate chunking off the tee because like everyone's watching, and you. This is one of the shots that you. you Everyone's standing right there watching, and then you chunk it. Yeah, and you just feel less of, less of a man. Yeah, you just uh, feel you feel like even if you just got a birdie on the last hole, and then it, you chunk it, it's the like next, it didn't yeah. happen. It's like it did not happen. It erases everything else you did. It sucks. We, so yeah, we could talk about this stuff all day. I don't know. <laughs> Tyler, what's Tyler. your number one? So this has happened to me two times this summer. But when you have a group behind you, that's way too impatient, and you have a group in front of you slowing you down yep. so they know that there's a group in front of you the group behind you does because you'll sit at the tee box together and wait to tee off and then they tee off when you're in the middle of the fairway i had one stop three feet behind me when i was sitting there waiting for my buddy to hit you flip him the bird no i wanted to take my irons and hit it back at him yeah. i was so pissed off well i mean like, he he knows his yardages he probably had you on the range finders like that's 282 and i can hit this uh 277 so uh, let's just let it rip yeah well he knew his yardages tyler just take a freaking <laughs> chill pill buddy get yourself a drink and sit in your, right, your subpar right. co cart 
yeah. and wait for me to hit the ball <laughs> you probably, one more time. You probably weren't at a super expensive course where I can see like these guys are, you know, they, they pay a lot of money to play there three times a week. Tyler's Tyler's going to end up in jail from getting a <laughs> fight on the golf course. I mean, I might be the guy <laughs> Happy with zero etiquette. Bob Barker. Yeah. Little, Somebody little hits a ball down. close to me again. Third time's the charm. Well, I'm that's etiquette on their on their yeah. side. Yeah, yeah. I will have to say though, I would rather be moving quickly on the course than have to sit and wait. I like getting to my next shot immediately yeah. and just keep it rolling. Well, I'm with you, but there's a group in front of me too, so it's not like I can. I'm not going to hit at them because I have some decency. Yeah. I before we finish this segment, one honorable mention that I had is I always. Because I'm not like, obviously, I'm not in the best shape of my life. Golf is a physical sport, whether it feels like it or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I hit like a hole number 13, 11, 12, 13. I hit a lull where I'm I'm like, I get a little bit like tired from all the, especially if you got, if you're playing bad and you got a bunch of swings, Mm -hmm. you get a little tired. You're all juiced up at the beginning to go. You got some adrenaline going. And then that kind of wears off around hole 10. Sun's beating down on you. Sun's gets to you. And that's, I honestly think when I have some of my worst holes are like in that middle, middle second half of, of the round. Cause I just, yeah. So that was an honorable mention for me. Um, One other one that I had was. When the cart girl skips you. That never happens. I make sure I flag her yeah. down. Yeah, you just gotta. Yeah, you just gotta hit a ball I will, in her direction. I will sprint after that. <laughs> um, That's why he gets so tired. That's why the fatigue sets in because he's sprinting after the cart girl. Mm-hmm. The other one I had is leaving a putt like ten feet short. I remember when I did that last Friday yep. on the last green. Yep. That was that's what screwed me. That's what screwed you on that hole. I literally hole. was so worried about blazing it by the hole because it was on the edge of the green, didn't want to go off the green, and then I left it ten feet short. And then you then you putt. missed the next putt three. because you're yep. too far away. That's uh that's a nightmare. Yeah. But um this was I I enjoyed this, guys. <laughs> guys, we have a new Instagram, Facebook account called Breakfast Balls. Uh, we're gonna be putting out new merchandise there. All uh, for the for this the middle of the road medium etiquette golfer out there Midwest people. Um, we're gonna be putting out more content, more uh, more merchandise. We got some hats, we got some golf polos, a whole thing in the works. Yep. And so, be looking for more content there. And we're gonna start a YouTube page with it. Yep. Where we're gonna document our uh, Friday nine hole uh, morning rounds and uh just put out content about playing golf because we love playing golf and uh hopefully uh you guys can enjoy that so you have to give us a follow on facebook instagram youtube tiktok tiktok yep and uh be a part of it so miles instagram is at breakfast.balls uh tiktok is at breakfast ball we're working on the breakfast ball name so Yep. But breakfast.balls on Instagram. Um, guys, let's take our second break and uh, we'll wrap up the podcast. Oh my God, that's cold. Guys, we have been streaming on Twitch last month and a half or so. Yep. yep. Um, and it's been fun. Honestly, it has been really fun to do a new adventure for the You Betcha crew. 
We've really been uh, hitting it hard on the Nectar Cup series once a week. Ryan and I head to head. Last week was one of our worst performances. <laughs> we I went from one of my my best performance to my worst, um, and it was just a it was just a hot, sweaty mess. No, and you weren't even performing that well either. No, we started racing dirt tracks. Yeah, we got away from it. Was, yeah, it, was it was really a willy-nilly stream. Um, and Ryan and I were just bickering the whole time. And we just decided that it was the conflict stream, Ryan and I against each other. <laughs> and so we just decided to open up that uh, conflict to even the people in the chat. So what we did is we asked them to... Uh, you know, roast us a little bit in the chat. And I think that that was uh, a good move by us. A it, lot of making fun of Ryan, which I love. Yeah. Um, it just but, turned into the they, roast of the t-shirt guy. It, well, it's pretty funny because people just know by watching your videos online, what's going to get to you the most. Yep. We had, uh, you know, Miles has a shitty lawn. We had uh, Miles paints his lawn green, yeah. actually paints it green. Um, we had Charlie. Right. Charlie uh, can back a boat in better than you. Back a boat better yep. up better than you. Um, Ryan has uh, pubes for a beard. Ryan's got <laughs> pubes for a beard. There was another one, too, about how was it? You look like you drink bush because I held you down and threatened to fart on you. Is yep. that another one? Yep. So it, it really got away from us, but the one that stung the deepest, the cut that cut the deepest, the uh, punch that knocked me out, the, you know, I'm going with this. <laughs> the one thing that just w took the cake was when they said that in our video, dude, dad outshined me. <laughs> that one just hit deep. Um, not because I don't think dude dad um, is not good at what he does or anything like that, but I'm always trying to just, you know, as anyone should, trying to be the best. And when uh, someone says you're not, really cuts deep. That one, well, and the placement of that roast was also huge. Uh, it was very bad for your self-esteem. Uh, so we kind of like put an end to the roast and then this this submission came in probably five to ten seconds after. So it kind of just icing on the cake. The, yeah, we the ended the roast comment. and then that that roast yes. line came in last. So I don't know whoever put that. Uh, our boy Juice in the chat. I think he might have planned that out. I think he might have been saving that one. <laughs> I think he knew how deep that would cut. And uh, the placement of that was executed greatly on his, on his behalf. But um, overall, that... Uh, the, that cut really deep. The best part is watching Ryan's face because you read it about two uh, yeah. seconds before Miles yeah. did. And you knew yep. how he was going to react. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then that's when we stopped the roast. Yep. And honestly, I, everything was good after the roast. We got some laughs out. We, it, it honestly diffused the entire situation. We had a great stream after that, and so that's our probably our go-to from now on. If things aren't going hot, we're just going to roast and uh, move on with it. But I think everything would have been even better uh, between, you know, the conflict between you and I if that comment wouldn't have came in. I agree. <laughs> I think that that was the <laughs> perfect things. comment that needed to happen. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So uh, you got to check out our stream. It's tonight. 
you know, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, the 15th, uh, if you're listening on Wednesday, the 15th, 7 p.m. Central Time, we are streaming the Nectar Cup Series. Ryan and I playing NASCAR Heat 5, the new game. Yep. And uh, it's going to be fun, as always. It's just more about the camaraderie, the shenanigans that happen, than it is really about what's going on on the track, even though it's about the stuff on the track. Um, it's always fun to just bust each other's balls and hang out. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and like I said, said it many times, if you never watch Twitch, give it a shot. Just give it a chance. I, I think that you'll be entertained. And one thing I think that has taken off so far that I did not anticipate is I've been playing PGA. Yeah. So it's golf podcast here or the golf podcast, what we're doing right now. Um, Buzz Daly is the character that we created. Started a new career. Yep. And it's electric. He's got a whole backstory. He uh he's got a persona. He's slowly getting better and better with each tournament that he plays. And uh so I've been doing that on Tuesdays. You got to check that stream out as well. Ryan Tyler have been uh doing Madden and and uh UFC yep. and uh so it's just been uh Real fun to just develop a whole new platform. Give it a chance. We promise that uh, you'll be entertained. And uh, if we're not, then you just don't have to watch us again. So um, give us five, ten minutes of your time and uh, check it out. Well, and the cool thing, too, about Twitter. So to watch us, you don't you don't need an account to come watch. You click on Mm -hmm. the link. It'll go straight there. You don't need to sign up or do anything. Um, But. Twitch for us is, uh, and for, for you guys is a great platform, uh, to interact with us because we see the chat right on the screen over here. Yeah. We we, basically interact with everything that comes through the board. We try to, and we honestly, like now we have like developed ongoing bits with people in the chat as well that just show up every single stream. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's a good time. It's definitely uh, different than other social medias. Um, I know that the traditional, uh, you know, maybe you're, you got kids, maybe you're a little bit older and you're like, why on earth would I watch someone else play video games? <laughs> and my answer to that is, why don't you go play football instead of watching the NFL? Yep. It's just an entertainment factor. Helps you escape um, from maybe some of your problems, maybe some of the, the life situations you've got going on. Just entertainment. And that's what we're doing. So give it a shot. Um, it's not just playing video games. It's us developing characters and storylines and all of that. So, um, I think that, uh, stop by a stream. We let you know on our stories and on Twitter, uh, when we're going live. So just be looking for that. Ryan, I think that you should close out this golf podcast. Guys, thanks again for listening into episode 75 of the You Bet You Radio podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the three our three least favorite things about golf. Um, you know, everyone's got their three least favorite, and we hope you can, uh, can relate a little bit to that. Um, remember, guys, I say it every podcast, the merch is open wide open the boys are buzzing brand new designs all on the website so go check it out with every boys are buzzing merch item that you order you get a free beer fridge magnet and what what could go better on your beer fridge than the boys are buzzing magnet so you can check that out at ouubetcha.com all of our other merchandise is also open on top of that and before we go we would just like to say thank you to gina's designs of the heartland 
Gina's Designs of the Heartland handcrafts, hand paints all of our wood pine signs on the website. We have three different color uh, Nectar of the Gods signs that go great in any man cave, any garage, uh, any place you're going to be watching the Nectar Cup series on, uh, on, on, on Thursdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. Um, so you can check them out at etsy.com slash shop slash GDOT Heartland or on our website, ohubetcha.com. Miles, I am Ryan, the t-shirt guy. And I am Miles, the you betcha guy. May your ranch always be runny. Your bush lattes, your bush apples forever be cold cheers ryan oh god that's cold Oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah.